Welcome. As I promised, from today we'll be learning chapter-wise specific guidelines. Today we'll get started with first chapter, which is infectious and parasitic disease. The course series starts with A as well as B. The course series which starts with A as well as B consider as an infectious as well as parasitic disease. That means from the first chapter. In this first chapter, let me start with one important topic, which is HIV, which is one of the most important topic. Never forget that because no matter which code you are coding, but if you are coding any HIV chart, you need to be more careful. Remember, you need to be more careful. That doesn't mean that rest other charts you need to do careless. No. If you are doing careful on other charts, you need to be extra care, more care, additional attention towards these scenarios is needed because in US, HIV treats or consider as a critical conditions. No one wants to reveal HIV because since we are coding, we may have some disturbance on document or discrepancy on guideline or lack of knowledge as well right so since coding is in continuous education unity enhance your skill on daily basis right so in some situations you cannot so coding hiv is an more sensitive part in coding remember more sensitive before assigning HIV, if you want, you can check with your colleagues, your senior or your manager until you get comfort with those codes. Because there's a chance of, I'll give an example, there's a chance of coding HIV where the patient doesn't have HIV. And second scenario, we are not coding HIV for the patient who has HIV confused no problem if you look at the guidelines chapter wise guidelines which we have here it gives a better picture right first thing you need to remember is if hiv is confirmed hiv is confirmed if physician documents confirmed hiv disease or aids then only we need to quote if you have any 0.0001% of question, there's a possibility of not having HIV. Better check with your client, better check with the physician, better check with your SPOCs, which you have internally as well as external before assigning. Remember before assigning. We need to assign HIV only if we have confirmed cases. In that case, we'll be using B20. B20 is a code for HIV. We'll be using this code. Right now, you might be having a question in which scenario we should code what condition, whether we need to go with HIV or do we have any other? Let me clarify for confirmed conditions. You'll be coding HIV B20, right? Next selection and sequencing of HIV. How and where and when we need to select HIV and how we need to sequence those codes. In few scenarios, we can code HIV as first. 
in few scenarios we can code as second it depends on the scenario right let me give some quick guidelines which we have in order to select and assign and sequence of hiv codes first one would be hiv related conditions let's take an example patient has hiv patient admitted with fever as well as sepsis the continuous focus on this visit is towards sepsis in this scenario what would be your first listed code remember one thing first listed code we'll be learning in detail but but first listed in in the sense the focus of treatment the reimbursement evolves around the reason for admission why we need to assign that condition as first first listed condition will gives the reimbursement to the hospital physician whoever it might be that's the main key of first listed or principal diagnosis whenever i use first listed or principal diagnosis remember that is the main key in order to get reimbursement to the hospital to the physician whoever it might be right coming back to our point our example patient admitted with fever patient was treated for sepsis ongoing treatment for sepsis for 3 to 4 days patient also has hiv in this case you need to remember it's an infectious process if you compare sepsis as well as hiv hiv is more severe right when compared to sepsis hiv is more severe so we will be coding with hiv this scenario or condition falls under hiv related conditions guideline next hiv unrelated conditions what does it mean let's take an example patient admitted with traumatic fracture or any trauma and patient also has hiv right patient also has aids in this case the reason for admission is traumatic condition which is fracture this is the only scenario where we will be assigning fracture as primary followed by that means secondary code as hiv clear first traumatic condition second um, aids because this is unrelated condition this is not related to hiv this is not related to infection that is a trauma occurred due to some xyz reason right first related conditions second unrelated conditions next newly diagnosed if the patient is admitted for xyz reason and there's some workup done initially they have suspect some pneumonia sepsis everything finally they confirm that patient has hiv if physician confirms that then you need to assign hiv as your first diagnosis in that case you can assign but still if you have a question check with your physician client spoke whoever available to you right next asymptomatic hiv what does asymptomatic patient doesn't has any symptoms or patient is not or physician has not yet confirmed that xyz patient has hiv so if they use asymptomatic or without symptoms the patient coming for any hiv related please go with z21 
Z21 we'll be using for asymptomatic HIV. Remember, if you have a notebook, please note it down. Remember all these points, you need to make a note in your notebook. It's definitely and mandatory. If you're not following, pause this video, get to your notebook and pen, follow my instructions wherever, whichever point I'm focusing, emphasizing, please make a note of it. And if you feel something or some any additional point need to be documented or written in your notes, please make a note of it. Next, inconclusive HIV. Sorry, what does it mean? Inconclusive HIV means it's an symptom, initial state or just an symptom for HIV. Nothing has been confirmed, nothing has been done, just and start. We don't know 